Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and I would like to welcome you to this weekend show. It's a little bit different. You can feel maybe the vibes are a little bit slower than what we're used to, but I feel like God has talked to me. I feel like he's given me a little bit of a word to give to you, and I want to share that with you. I want to welcome you to the show today, and I pray again that you have had a great week and that God is doing great things in your life. I won't belabor the point. We're going to dive into the content. Thank you for joining me. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, guys? First, I'd like to say I hope you've had an awesome week, and I want to extend a huge thank you to you all for joining in with me on the podcast today. I believe that the hyphen generation is ready to unlock and experience the greatest revival that this world has ever known. On this podcast, we will focus on preparing, equipping, and empowering Hyphen across our nation and world to engage with purpose of their great commission. Your time is here and now. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and this is the Hyphen Weekend Podcast. Right again, welcome into the Hyphen Weekend Podcast again. I'm your host, Matt Wilbanks, and uh, thank you again for joining with me. This week, we're going to talk about something a little bit differently. I don't know exactly the way that God talks to you, but at some point in your life, there should be an opportunity for you to grow in a relationship with God, and God starts to talk to you um, in particular ways that He doesn't talk like that to everybody else. For instance, There was a time in my life that I was going to pursue my career a little bit further, go a little bit deeper, and so I was at a camp meeting a couple years back, and I had filed all the paperwork that needed to be filed, and I had decided that I was going to do this and do that, and so I'd set it up for the school, and everything was ready to go, and I was at this camp meeting, and I had been down front worshiping right before the next preacher was coming up, and so as I was making my way back to the seat, Uh, The Lord spoke to me and he said no. And when he said no, I knew exactly what he meant. He didn't need to go into detail. He didn't need to go into uh, what he meant by what he was saying. God has a way of talking to you and I that whenever he speaks to us, if we try and learn to hear the voice of God and, and know how to communicate with the voice of God, that he can speak to us and we'll know what he means and that happened, and and so I, I laid that aside, and I put my focus elsewhere. I put my focus maybe further into uh, starting a podcast or a hyphen ministry or, or or whatever it is that I have done since that point. But but the point is, is that God will begin to talk to you and I, and He will begin to develop a relationship, and it's very important that you and I understand how that starts to evolve and how that starts to make a difference in our lives. So something like that happened with me the other night, and I want to share what happened with me. Um, I think it was two nights ago that this happened. Um, I was at my house. I apologize. Just got me a nice little drink of water there. But I was at my house, and my son was in the bathtub, and and, and he was in the bathroom. And, And if you're in that part of my house, 
There's the bathtub area. The door is open. My son's in the bathtub. I'm in my room, and I'm right across the hallway. And, and, I, and I do get paranoid at times because I've, I've heard stories, you know, and, and we all obviously have that, that paranoia, or, or I don't want to call it fear, but just an awareness that, that if we're not um, paying attention, if we're not doing what we need to be doing, something could potentially happen. And so in my brain, I was thinking, um, I need to be close enough that if something happens with my son, I can get to him. And so he was having fun playing in the bathtub, and he was at his own delight. And so I didn't want to pull him out. And so what I did is I went to my bedroom with the door open, and I laid down on the floor kind of looking towards him. And I'm, I'm kind of on my phone now. I'm looking at a couple things. I'm going over a few things. And in my mind, I'm thinking, now, what would – what what would happen if something happened? Like, what is my plan? And I know, I don't know how you deal with things, but in my brain, I'm always planning. I'm always thinking of this strategy. And so I thought in my, in my mind, like, what happens if Jack Henry slips? What if he falls in that water? What if, whatever, what if? And I'm paying close enough attention to him, even though I'm kind of in my own world here, that, uh, that I, I thought in my mind, what if, what if something happens? And as soon as I thought that in my mind, I thought to myself very confidently, there's no way he falls in there. There's no way he, that something happens to him that would be so de- detrimental that I couldn't get to him before it became serious. Like if he slipped and fell, I could be into that room pulling him out of this bathtub in a manner of moments. Like in my mind, I thought there's no way that something could happen to him that I couldn't get to him quick enough to save him from himself. And as soon as I thought that thought, the Lord spoke to me, and he said, I'm the same way. And whenever he began to talk to me, I just felt a ministering spirit come over me as if God was kind of patting me on the back saying, I want you to know, and, and, and I immediately knew that I would talk with you guys about this also in the podcast, but I want you to know that there's really nowhere you can find yourself that God is too far away that if you do slip or you do struggle or you find yourself in a situation or whatever, that God can't run to you, that he can't grab your hand, that he can't pull you out of the situation or protect you from the oncoming detriment or whatever it is that you're going through. Every situation is different. Every situation um, can be more serious in in different regards. Something that is serious to me might not be serious to you, but something that's serious to you might not be serious to me. But the bottom line is, is God is not a slack. He's not lacking in his ability to reach and grab you and I and pull us out of whatever situation we find ourselves in or give us hope when there's no hope or, or, or protect us from fear when it tries to come in or the adversary comes in or like a, like a, like a rushing flood and then the Lord's raises up a standard against it. He's not too sure-handed that he can't reach to you and I. And that was what was so important to me. It was like in my mind, I thought about my son in that bathtub, and I said, there is no way something can happen to him before I can get to him and save him from himself. And as soon as I thought that thought, the Lord pretty much told me that in my own spirit and and wanted me to share with you too that there's no place you can find yourself right now that God can't reach to you and pull you up there's no place of fear there's no place 
uh, that a situation can happen, that God can't reach down and pull you out, that God can't put his hand of protection on you and put his armor on you and put his strength in you and begin to work that thing out. Whatever the situation is, whatever you feel like you're going through, I want you to know that God is talking to you tonight through me or, or today or wherever it is, however it is you're listening to this. And he's trying to tell you that if you feel like maybe that, that, that you're a little out of his reach or you feel like this situation is a little bit too much, I want you to know that that is not true. That is a lie from your adversary. That is a lie from fear. That is a lie that is not, um, it's not, it's just not true. God can reach you. God can find you. God God knows where you are. He knows the way that you take, and he will be right there for you. And even though things can get tumultuous and things can go awry, the Lord will, will, will defy the odds. He will reach down for you and me, and he will step in. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter number 59, Isaiah tells him, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But then he says, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. So what Isaiah was telling them is he was saying, you, you, you look at God and you're asking God, why is all this stuff not working out? Or why are these promises not coming forth? Or why is this and why is that? And Isaiah is telling them, God has not lost his power since the beginning. God's arm is not too short that it cannot save. His ear has not been clogged up by distraction. He's looking at this people and he's telling them, the problem is not God, the problem is you. And sometimes it's hard for you and I to look ourselves in the mirror and say, I've allowed distractions in my life. I've allowed fear and doubt, or I've allowed just blatant things. Maybe I've downloaded in my mind too much Hulu or too much Netflix or too much Amazon Prime or too much this or too much that or too much sports or wherever it is that you find yourself, social media, music, whatever. I've, 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 del I've diluted this thing in my brain and, and, and I'm expecting God to do this. I'm expecting him to fulfill his word and his promise and I'm expecting God to 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 reach down and to to step into this situation or at least speak to me a word because just a little word from God can change everything and so when I get all these things mixed into the into the equation and I start to look at God and I'm like why is your hand too short why can't you reach me Isaiah is echoing and he's saying or I'm echoing Isaiah and God is saying my arm is not too short my ear is not shut off to you. It's the other way around. So wherever you are in this moment of, of time in your life, I want you to maybe evaluate what's in my life right now. What is around me right now? What can I turn the volume down on? What can I push away? Maybe I should fast. Maybe I should give something up. Maybe I should allow the voice of correction from God to speak to me because God will speak a voice of correction, and it's only up to you and I to be accountable to the voice of God. God will talk to me about things that he will not talk to you about because you're better at some things than I am and you can control yourself better at other things than I can and vice versa. So when God begins to correct me and he begins to correct you, we have to be willing to say, okay, God, I want to make sure that, that I don't block you from reaching me because it's not your arm that's short. It's my attitude that's bad. It's not your ear that's blocked. It's my mouth that's shut. 
because I'm too busy doing something else or I'm too busy talking about other things and, and, and I've allowed this carnal place to, to become a home for me in, in my mind or whatever. And, and, and it seems as though your arm is short. It seems as though your ear is closed. But the fact of the matter is, is, is that my mouth is shut or I have made it to where you can't reach me and you have hidden your face from me because of these things. And so I, 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 I ask of you and I'm asking, I'm going to talk to myself as well, make sure I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to say, is God able to correct me? Is God able to, to reach out and, and, and not just pull me out of a circumstance, but can he pull me out of a character? Like are there things in my character traits that, that God wants to change in me, but I refuse to be corrected by God on certain things because nobody else knows. So it's just between me and God. And if it's just between me and God, then it's no big deal. But I'm here to tell you, if you don't allow God to correct you and I don't allow God to correct me, I will not be able to become what God wants me to come. And it's going to appear as though he's not speaking to me, or it's going to appear as though his ear is shut off to me, or it's going to appear as though his arm is too short to reach me but the fact of the matter is I have not responded to the correction of God or I have not responded to whatever it is he's trying to do and he's trying to touch somebody tonight I know and I keep saying tonight because I'm recording this at night but 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 he is trying to talk to somebody through this podcast if I've ever felt God talk to me about something this is one of those things and I'm telling you that God's arm is not too short you need to look yourself in the mirror you need to tell the adversary of your soul God's arm is not too short I need to make an adjustment I need to make a change I need to do something a little bit different one way or the other because the moment I do that God's ear opens God face his face comes to light and, and things become to or things begin to start happening and, and promises come to fruition and I become who I'm supposed to be but I have to allow myself to be corrected of God I have to know that it's not his arm that's short and it's not his face um, or, or it's not his ear that's closed and it is his face his face is hidden but it's not him it's me and I have to make the adjustments but this goes well beyond just mistakes or well beyond uh, growing characteristics or things of that nature. When I started thinking about my son and how if he slipped in this bathtub, how I would get to him, my mind immediately went last night, I think, to Matthew chapter number 14. And the Bible says, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, there was a, a troublesome storm happening and they were crossing over and they were in the boat and and and. and Perhaps you know the story, but they were troubled, and they saw him walking across the water, and the Bible says that they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. What else could it be? It's something walking across the sea in the middle of the storm, and they, they were afraid, and they cried out for fear, but straightway the Bible says Jesus spake unto them, and he said, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid unto me the, unto the water. Let me come out to you. And Jesus said to Simon Peter, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. And that is a miracle. A man did something supernatural because God told him that he could if he would be willing to walk out. And that's where you and I find ourselves sometimes. We're asking God, can we do it? And God is saying, come, but we're not taking the steps 
out onto the water. We're letting uh, a moment pass and we're letting things happen and we're not going out when we ask to go. And then the moment passes and we, and we start to question if this stuff is really what we think it is. And I'm here to tell you tonight that God's arm is not short and God's ear is not closed. He's saying to us, come. And the Bible says when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He looked around and realized, I've gotten myself a little bit deeper than I thought I was going to. I've stepped out in faith. I've gotten onto the water. I'm seeing the supernatural things happening, but then my carnal eyes starting to look around, and the wind is blowing. the 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 the, the lightning is is popping. the the thunder is clapping, or however it is you want to describe it. And I see all these things that are around me. And yes, there is a supernatural thing happening, but there's a very real threat to my human flesh and mind that I perceive that will will get me. And and honestly. He finds himself focused more on the boisterous wind and on the issues of that nature. And the Bible says that he was afraid. And when he became afraid, standing in the middle of the miraculous, he began to sink. And he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And the Bible says, immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, where didst thou doubt? Wherefore didst thou doubt? Now I have a question for you. Where was Jesus when Simon Peter started to sink? It's not really a question that I've considered before. Where where was he? How how close was Jesus to the boat? I don't think he was that close because they know who Jesus is. They just left him on the banks. He said, "Go across, I'll meet you there. It'll all be good." So 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 it's dark, the wind is blowing, there's rain happening, lightning's popping, everything's going on, but they don't know that it's him. They can't see his face, and so they're afraid because they think it's some kind of spirit or something, and so they ask out, Simon Peter asks out, he's like, if it's really you, Jesus, bid me come out, and so Jesus says, come on. And so Simon Peter steps out on the water, and he starts to walk, but I, I, I can't imagine that he stayed walking too long. He steps out of the boat. He gets onto the water. He starts walking across the water. But then he, all of a sudden, he feels the water underneath his feet. He knows that, that I'm walking on water, and this has not been done by me before, and this is much bigger than me, but I can feel the water under my feet. It feels different than it's ever felt before. And then all of a sudden, my mind starts to go different ways. His mind starts to go different ways. And he starts to say, okay, I feel the wetness under my feet. And then he starts looking at the nature that's around him, the wind, the, the thunder, the lightning, the rain, all this stuff. And all of a sudden, he starts to sink because fear crept into the supernatural moment that was happening, and it robbed him of something. But right before he says it, he cries out, Jesus Whatever he said, help me, or, or however uh, we can go back to the scripture. And, and, and when he saw the wind boisterous, he, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And Jesus, in an instant, suddenly, however far away he was before Simon Peter started to sink, he erased the distance. And before Simon Peter's head could get underwater, God had him by the hand and pulled him up into the boat and saved him in that moment. 
I don't know where you are. I don't know how far you feel that you are from God. I don't, I don't know the answer to any of those questions. I really don't. But what I do have an answer for is this. And that is simple. God's arm is not short. He has not lost any power from the beginning of time. He's still the same God he was yesterday. He's the same God today. And he'll be the same God tomorrow and forevermore. And he is right here with you. Step out in revelation. Step out and allow correction. Step out. That is my challenge for you. Step out. I'm going to say something comical here because I try to make the titles that you read comical. I think I'm going to title this thing, God is not a T-Rex. I'm a short person. My arms are kind of short, so sometimes I can't reach the shelves that everybody else can reach. But you know who can reach those things? God. He is not that. He's not a T-Rex. He's not short-armed like me. He can reach you even right now, right where you sit, whether you're driving, whether you're on the treadmill, whether you're in the gym working out, whether you're at the house sitting there. God can walk right into that room where you are, and he can reach down and save you from the mindset. He can save you from the hopelessness. He can save you from the fear. He can save you from the anxiety. He can save you. It's not him. It's us. Put your eyes on God. Put your eyes on Jehovah because he is still God and he is still making a way. I pray this word touches you. I'm going to pray for you right now. God, I'm asking you to minister to every person that will hear this podcast. You're trying to do a work. You're trying to prove a point to them, to the adversary. You are strong. You are mighty. You are powerful and you are close. Because a lot of times it seems like I'm standing on the water and and you're still out of arm's length and I can't see who you are and and I hear your voice, I know your voice, but all of a sudden I'm sinking and there you are, a lot closer than I imagined. I'm here to tell you today that God is a lot closer than you think. His arm's not too short. His ear is open to you today. I pray that you would allow him to talk with you. I pray you have a great weekend. I pray this word impacts you. I love you. Thank you for being a part of the Hyphen Weekend podcast with me. Give me some shout outs. If you want to hear some different content, you want to talk about some different things, shoot me uh, direct messages on social media at the Matt Wilbanks. Uh, Matt Wilbanks on Facebook, Twitter, the same thing, the Matt Wilbanks. I want to hear from you. I want to make a difference in you. I want to give you content that you love. I love you. I'm praying for you. I pray that God's blessings are upon you. And I pray that you have a great week. The Lord is trying to reach out and touch you. So simply let him. God bless you. Love you all so much. Continually in prayer for you. God bless.